welcome into the Sporting Lodge. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we have your yourselves, me, myself, and I, along with Travis, and of course, also one of the main stay host here. So thank you so much for picking up the slack where we slept at. So today, yeah. we've got some exciting news. It is NFL playoffs. But most importantly, first and foremost, just because Austin's a hater, Travis, congratulations. Michigan is a national champion. Yes, it's been a long time coming. Um, How was those go dogs, huh? Huh? You kept saying go dogs. We want want Georgia in an extra. Oh, yeah, I want Georgia now just just because they thought they could beat us. No, no one in the nation could beat us. We were the most complete team. I wasn't afraid of Texas, wasn't afraid of Washington, wasn't afraid of Alabama. When they're like, oh, Michigan's shaking from Alabama. No, I did see something that – uh. That uh, someone said that uh made a post about Michigan was the best champ. This is the best championship team ever, and I was like, no. And people were, and the someone said that the 2019 LSU team would beat us 65 to three, and about 65 to three. But do I, I think, think they'd LSU, win? That, I think LSU like everyone kept saying that they'd win by like three plus scores, and I don't oh, think that's no. true. And and my reasoning for that is this: Michigan runs a very pro style defense, like the Ravens do. And NFL teams have a hard time dealing with that. And we held every single, not a single opponent, we're the first team in college football history to hold every single opponent under 25 points. And we run the ball very well. Is LSU going to get theirs a little bit? Sure. But LSU, also, that 2019 LSU team also gave 30 or more points up against every single team they played. Honestly, if they didn't score, enough, honestly, if they didn't score fifty points a game, they wanted to won the chip. <laughs> but that's the thing is their offense was so dominant, it didn't matter about defense. And sometimes that's the way it goes. Sometimes your your defense is so dominant, it doesn't really matter about offense. I like I, I, would, I would say that game, like if that game theoretically ever happened, LSU probably would win, but it's not gonna be a three score game. It'd probably be like thirty five to twenty four, twenty five, in my opinion. <laughs> Mm. Well, same thing. I saw 10 point win. I bet. Yeah. Easy, easy, win for Joe Burr. easy win for Joe Burr. Long time coming. I can die at peace now. Yeah. I, yeah. We've waited our whole life for uh, them to win a national championship. Hey, uh, when's, when's State going to win a football national championship? Probably never. Okay. Just making sure we know that. And, and I could live with that as long as Michigan never wins one or it goes 20 some years each time. Then I could survive. You know, I will rather go 20-some years in between championships than never win one. Because I can at least say, hey, once every 20 years, we're the best team. You know? Not exactly something to brag about. It's better than never. Like, it's equally as bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Equally, equally as bad. I think I, I think Michigan State has won a national championship. It was just either in like the fifties or the seventies. I can't remember. Yeah, I meant. Yeah, I mean, I guess if they've won one, congrats to them. So we are going to talk a little bit about the NFL. We're going to do a little bit of the betting line, so you guys can see how they do. Also, uh, as you guys know, I've been mostly positive on them. So this is the playoffs. Uh, so. Cleveland Browns, Texans, Dolphins versus Chiefs, Steelers versus Bills, Packers against Cowboys, Rams against Lions, Eagles versus, against Bucks. Is there any particular game you guys want to start with? Also, hold on. 
I want to go back to Travis's statement of 25 points a game or under, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, that this year. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? Because the list I found is... I think it might have been in the modern era, I think. What was the modern era? What we count as the modern era? Depending on who you ask, 1970 till now or 1973 till now. Because the list I found has a lot, lot more teams... Are they teams that won the national championship, though? That might have um, been. That could that, be. That the, might have been the difference. Yeah, as I was gonna say, that might have been the. The Georgia Bulldogs two years ago, 2021. They not true. Everyone under 25. Not, not true. Ohio Clemson. State scored 40 on them. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio but State scored average 10.4 points per game. Yeah, no, no. We're talking about literally not a single team scored. Over 25. Maryland got 24. Ohio State got 24. Alabama got 20. Those were the highest teams scored against us. Not average Al- points per game. Alabama. I was saying average points per game were only the fifth best in the last 23 years. Yeah. We're the, we're the He's best. talking about literally having no one score. Fifth best against shit teams. That's so good. Okay, anyways, Ben, continue. Uh, so, I didn't no one scored more than 24 against us, which... Which obviously, right. anyway, really amazing. So, is there any particular NFL game that we want to start on this weekend that you guys are like really hyped for that are you're excited for? And I can tell you the lot. There was Saturdays. Okay, Saturday games. We've got the Cleveland Browns against the Houston Texans. Cleveland minus two. So they think basically for you to hit the money, Cleveland has to win by a field goal. Uh, with this, the over under is forty four and a half. I stopped doing over unders because I suck at them. Because the, Ra- the the Raiders just said, fuck it, we're going to score 63 with Aiden O'Connell. So I was like, okay, well, there goes my under. Like, I'm when a, any NFL team can go for 63 with a backup QB, I just, I'm, I'm done with over-unders. It'll be exciting to hear what you guys say. Uh, but I'm always going to smack the over now, just, just to play the safe. So I'm going to day's age, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to choose the over. But this one's actually tough because CJ Stroud's getting in his groove. Um Joe Flacco looks mean. And if he makes a playoff run, like, imagine that. Like, I don't – they're a you, very well-rounded team. Could you imagine Flacco goes through and then de- and knocks off his old Ravens team on his right? way to Super Bowl? Right, I, on his way to a Super Bowl? Like, tell me that's not the NFL script writers giving him a goodbye. You know what I mean? You, we would, we would have winning. to start having a very awkward conversation if this happened about Joe Flacco being, being a Hall of Famer. Not just yeah. a Hall of Famer, but a top 20 QB ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Austin wants the Texans plus three. Are you taking the over or under? I'm taking the Texans money line. Just, just money line Tex- straight up. I don't really care about betting. Texans winning it. Okay. And they're going into probably Kansas City, playing Kansas City. That Arrowhead beating Kansas City. You're you're saying Texans beat both the Browns and the Chiefs. Yeah, because I think the Chiefs probably beat the Dolphins. Dolphins are playing like ass. The Dolphins just lost their half of their starting defense to injured reserve. So yeah, I can see that happening. The Dolphins are gonna have to drop thirty five points every single game to win this this postseason because their defense is done. Because the the Ravens are gonna play the lowest seed, so it's possible the Steelers beat the Bills. Wouldn't be surprised. That that is oh lordy, 
Okay, I I've the got, way the okay, okay the, no, the way the Bills are playing, I expect the Bills to beat the Steelers, but the Steelers defense is good enough and Josh Allen is turnover prone enough sometimes where I wouldn't be surprised if I'd I'd be more confident I'd be more confident in that statement if TJ Watt was playing. Um that's true. But anyways, back to the Texans and Browns. I, I fully um, expect the Texans to win by ten. Oh. I'm leaning towards the Browns, but I'm not confident. I would I would take the spread for the Browns. I think the Browns win by seven. So they taking Browns minus three. I I'll take Browns is good. minus two as well. Black Flack was playing well, and Houston's pl- not playing without Tank Dell, and that hasn't Cleveland mattered. Has the two graded Cleveland's two starting cornerbacks are the two highest graded PFF corners in the league. They have the best grades for, for press coverage, man, and like across the board. I think the only other person that like sneaks in there when you break it down between zone press coverage and man coverage is Javarius Ward from the 49ers sneaks when you break it down all the way. I mean, that's fine. They got Don Shelton underneath. I mean, I'm not saying they're not. And then capable, they got Brandon Cooks. But Brandon Cooks, the Cowboys. It depends on Denzel Ward fully healthy. Is he going to come play and Juwan Thornhill? Because that's a lot for the Browns secondary. So that's why I might go with Austin and take the Texans plus two because the Cleveland Browns secondary is banged up and CJ Stroud does seem like he has a dog in him. If Stroud can be mobile and and, and avoid pressure, then if if Stroud can extend plays with his legs that normally the the Cleveland defense would turn into sacks or turnovers, then Houston will probably. But if, that D, but if that Woods. D-line gets to Stroud, then that's Robert over. Woods is nothing. They still got Robert Woods and Noah Brown. You know, I'm confident. Bobby Trees. Stop it. Bobby Trees. I'm confident Stop. enough. I, I'm, enough. you know, I'm going to stick with Cleveland minus two. I'm going to stick with that. Now, for the next one, I'm. you're right. The Miami defense has taken a lot of hits. And it is hard to bet against Mahomes, but man, when you got so many playmakers on the offensive side, the Dolphins can just take any slant for 80 yards and be gone. And they can do more than once. And we can't say the the Chiefs defense has been great by any means this year. They're not bad. They're not bad. The Chiefs have been ranked top five all season. But do we see a repeat of week nine when they played already in one by seven? The Chiefs won by seven. 21-14. Was, I don't know if either team was fully healthy then because I think they're healthy. They're healthier than they were now. The Dolphins. I, I just, I, I just, not saying that the Miami isn't capable of beating the Chiefs. I just, with how banged up their defense is, they're going to be, like, we saw what their offense could do. But it's as opposed to what they can do, as opposed to what they're going to have to do game in and game out. Now, with their, the state of their defense, I don't have confidence in that. Yeah, their two best, two of their best linebackers in Bradley Chubb and Andrew Van Ginkle. Xavier Howard's gone too. They're, he's down. Jalen Phillips is down. Of the wide receiver, though. He was they, they have like seven starters out. On the weak side. Keon Cross and, and if there's a quarter on paper coming in situation for a get right game for Kelsey, it's right now. And then Xavier Howard, Deshaun Elliott, and Javon Holland are all questionable for the game. Two of their starting safeties, and then their left corner. 
Not saying it's it can't happen, but they're going to have to score 30-plus. Jalen Waddle and Raheem Moser are also questionable for the game. And Tyreek's uh, not really been Tyreek the last four, uh, four five years. Howard is officially out. And then uh, Raheem Moser, yeah. yeah. Jason Howard's especially out. I just think Miami is the Philadelphia Eagles of the AFC. They're limping into the postseason. I I think the Chiefs are the Eagles of the AFC because right they mm. here let's let's go over so um, I, I I think the more apt description is um why can't I th- I need to look at the that being playoffs that, that being year. said though the AFC is wide open in my eyes is it mm-hmm. In my opinion, like, don't get me wrong, Baltimore's looked good, but it's the playoffs any given Sunday, and, like, there's other elite defenses in the AFC. I mean, looking at their their last couple games, they beat the Raiders by a good amount. They lost to the Packers. They lost to the Bills. They beat the Patriots by 10. That's it, by 10. They lost to the Raiders. They beat the Bengals, a beat-up Bengals, not a healthy Bengals, by eight, and only eight, they beat the Chargers, a beat-up Chargers, by one. Now, granted, they also didn't play everyone because they also knew they made the playoffs that weren't getting number one seed, so they ran out of Blaine Gabbard. So you're correct. You're correct in that one. But, oh, I don't. I just just see this as the perfect spot for a get-right game for Kelsey. I think he's going to torch that Miami defense. Ben, now, if you said the char- the Chiefs were like last year's Vikings, I would have agreed with you. Yeah, okay. I think that's a more I think that's a more apt description. I see, and I could see that, and hence why I don't want to bet against um, bet against. Or I don't want to go for them, knowing the Dolphins could take any play, but knowing that they are banged up and they are, but in an alternative situation, also at the same time could just be like football. Right, because, I mean, this is their last couple games. They beat the Commanders by a lot. They lost the Titans by one. They beat the Jets by a lot. They beat the Cowboys by two. They got stomped by the Ravens. I mean, 56 to 19. It would be fair, every bad elite team that played the Ravens got stomped this year. Yep. They lost to the Bills by a touchdown. So, like, they've also had this, like, at the very end, you know what I mean? So it, it's either way, it's a get right game for either team. And right now, the odds are Chiefs minus four and a half. So Vegas thinks the Chiefs are going to win by at least five. But I don't have that much confidence. Over under is 43 points. How do they think the over under for this is 43? Yet the Browns and Texans are 44 and a half. What? Yeah, those are two, fact- better, def- those are two better defenses. I mean, right. And, and, those unless, unless they just assume that. Miami's going to score 30. And then at that, but like, or if they're taking into account that Miami's missing 70% of their starting defense. I think I'm going to take the Chiefs minus four I mean, and a half. I think I'm going to agree with Austin. I think, I think it will be the Chiefs that move on to the next round. I think the Chiefs win, but I don't feel comfortable taking the, the four and a half. The four and a half. So you're going to take I, Miami. I see it coming out. I can see this being a shootout of two teams that are going to lose whatever one. Whoever wins this game is going to lose. To the uh, it, it depends. It depends, right? Because the the lower seed, the lower seed. Yep. Whoever plays right. the Ravens. 
Oh, yeah. So then that leads us into the Sunday game. Steelers plus nine and a half. Buffalo Bills minus nine and a half. Over under 35 and a half. So they think this is a really low scoring game. I'm going to smack the over again. On all of these, I just do all the overs because so far it's I, stupid. I'm, I'm going to build my backtrack real quick. There's one thing we didn't take into consideration for the Chiefs Miami game. I'm taking mm-hmm. the under in that score by a lot. Why? It's supposed to be the coldest game in NFL history. You think that's going to stop them from fucking scoring? You have two of the hardest throwing quarterbacks in the league throwing you the ball, and they're the teams with the most drop passes already. That's I mean, affected a lot. <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, gonna, it's going to be like thirty. There's going to be like thirty mile an hour winds, dude. If the weather last, is not pretty. Their last game. game, they hit the over or no, forty three. Right? You said Ben. Yeah, forty three. Okay, I, right now, like it's projected one degree, but which isn't the coldest game in NFL history. But it's supposed to be cold and messed up and these are two teams that neither are used to playing in cold temperatures i could see the over i can yeah. see it but i i'm gonna say the over um and apparently dalton's ranked number one in offense 10th in defense first in passing sixth in rushing chiefs are ranked ninth in offense second in defense sixth in passing 19th in rushing i i'm highly surprised that they're second in in defense that's that's awesome for them um but I, I'm going Chiefs, and then I'm going Bills easily. Bills minus nine and a half. You guys can hate me all you want, but no, no TJ Watt, and the fact that there's no one consistently a danger on that offense for the Steelers, I just don't think they can hang. TJ Watt plays gives them an outside chance, but I mean, Steelers, like but the Steelers, side. the one thing Steelers do have though is depth. They do, and which is nice, and they're one, and so. I don't think uh, home field advantage is really home field advantage in this matchup because they're both like you know they're with not, in not forty-five minutes. Not they for both the play within forty-five minutes of each other. Weather's gonna be the same for both of them. They're used to being outside, you know. Yeah, and plus the, the Bills are kind of the Bills in the playoffs. You know, they their own five in Super Bowls for a reason. They don't do good in playoffs for a reason. I, I do want to address one thing. I will not tolerate any Josh Allen postseason slander. He has actually been Josh Allen sucks. He has the highest passer rating in QBR in postseason history. It's been his defense that has lost in those games every single time. Well, it was a coin flip uh, one year. I was about to say, one would argue it's a coin flip. So, yeah, it was him the game. So, we're Are you sure it wasn't his defense who gave up a touchdown in 13 seconds to force that overtime? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we're all going Bills, right? You know, I, I feel yeah. like there's going to be an AFC upset, and this is the upset I'm feeling. You're. See, I would yeah. rather go with the Dolphins as being the upset. I feel like that's I more realistic really think, than the Steelers. I think that that's only an upset in terms of seeding, right? But I think they're too. I, I think Dolphins are the the better team than the Chiefs overall. They just I mean, technically Houston's the upset over the Browns, are they not? They're the, technically, I guess by seeding, sure they're higher seed, but I, I think the the upset is. In terms of differential and team dynamic or team overall, right? I, I think it's the Steelers over the Bills. Dude, the Steelers over that's wild. Twenty fifth in offense, twenty first in defense, twenty fifth in passing, thirteenth in rushing. Now let's listen if to the this, Bills. This, Fourth, ninth, you right now. Seven. If the, if the Steelers upset the Bills, the next podcast we I'll have, drop and give you twenty five on straight. We have the upsets. We have no. <laughs> Push there's, <laughs> there's offsets every year in the playoffs. There is. Yeah. And there's always a team that's 
like the Steelers, that makes it past the wild card. He is not wrong. You're not wrong, but I think it, right? the but the Browns are that team this year, in my opinion. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think the and, Browns, and I don't think that the Browns beating Houston is like an upset or anything. They're the higher seed. But oh, when they beat the Ravens, yeah, that's, that's that's the upset. I think the AFC needs to worry about. That's my upset for the AFC. I think now, the Ravens. I'm going to go with my very first big upset. I'm going Packers plus seven. I think the Packers actually win this. I, you guys may call me way, crazy. No, the way Jordan Love is playing right now, it's not out of the realm of possibility. But they are playing in Dallas. Dallas is a different team in Dallas. That but is. if there is a team that can go to Dallas and actually have the refs on their side, it's Green Bay. <laughs> I, I think Dallas wins this all day long. I do too. Like, I don't think it's a blowout a lot like the way a lot of people might say, but I think Dallas still wins by 10. I at thirty one twenty one Dallas. This what I, I think it's I think it's gonna be like thirty four twenty eight type game. I think it's a three point game to the last three minutes of Dallas. I mean, technically, the last time they played November thirteenth in twenty twenty two, Green Bay won. So I'm just saying, Packers won the with, last matchup without Jordan Love. Also correct. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I, I, it's not that I don't think. I I would not be surprised you know, if Dallas wins. But Dallas, we are used to, you know, wild shit happening in the playoffs, as you were just saying, Austin. I think it's this game. I think it's going to be for no reason at all. Jordan Love comes out and plays great. The defense is mid for some reason. And the Packers win, and we're sitting here going, what the fuck, Dallas? How'd you choke again? No, if Dallas chokes again, McCarthy's gone. No, Dallas- he should have been gone. Dallas is a good one-round playoff team, right? If the Packers and Cowboys were for some reason meeting next round, I would agree with you. No, Stephen A. Smith. Like I hate, I don't hate Stephen A. Smith. He does like to talk. He just he does like to hear himself talk sometimes. But I do agree with him when he said this the other day. If Dallas loses to anyone in the playoffs besides the 49ers or in the Super Bowl, McCarthy's got to go. Yeah, there's too much young good talent there. For them to, it's not, not. I'll accept the 49ers defeat or in the Super Bowl for them, right? McCar- but including his stint in Green Bay, McCarthy is a choke. Yep, big time. And they need to see that quickly. Um, now I think more be quarterback, but yeah. Now that's the highest over under so far at fifty point five. Again, I'm not going to going over. I'm, I'm taking yeah, over. On that one. I'm taking over on that one. single on that one. Now, Travis, this one's going to break your heart. Matthew Stafford comes to big old Detroit Lions Field. I think this is probably the Detroit most bet on upset. If, if, if there's like a most bet on upset for the it's playoffs, this, this is probably it. Did you and know they banned Stafford Lions jerseys? Saying it's not that we don't love him. It's just business. The strength. to win the playoffs. Imagine having to be like the guys checking in at the gate to check to whether or not it's a Stafford jersey or a Jamison Williams jersey. <laughs> <laughs> the check every single one right but no, they, though they did more than that there's restaurants and and like bars around detroit that are banning people that aren't allowing people in with stafford jerseys on and then at ford field as well they did not give kelly stafford a suite they're no they're like hard like fuck stafford right now which i mean as far as like what our mission is to try and do right now i'm on board with it but you can't just like not you, you got to show him some like respect when he comes in and then after, and then, but once that kick, once once that ball goes in the air for opening kickoff, it's then we then it's all off. It's all, it's all lions. But 
give him his give him some respect, man. The man broke his body for us for over a decade. Okay, so yeah, he definitely deserves it's an, something. It's an it's an unofficial ban. It is. It's, okay. There's been a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm sure there's like certain people there that'll probably worst try starting, to enforce it. But worst started Ben is a Instagram account that supports the Lions. Posted. Please don't wear Lions Stafford jersey to the game. This is not a time to be cute or funny. This yeah, is about, this, this is about business and putting the final nail in the in the SOL coffin. It ain't personal, just to. I'm not sure what what they were saying on the SOL. Like, are they trying to go for shit out of luck coffin? Or Stafford no. on Lions? It could be Stafford on Lions coffin. That, and then that's when Kelly uh, Stafford's wife said. Well, this is sad because it's the complete opposite of how we feel about this city, but Matthew has always been the bigger person and will continue to be this. Praying for an incredible game with zero injuries. And that makes me want to choose the Rams plus three, baby. But I'm not going to. Dan Campbell has a great coached up team. I'm going to take the Lions minus three. If there's ever a script, this is the year the Lions win their playoff game. Yeah. It's just fitting because this this is sucks. They have to get Stafford. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning did not go, even Jeff Daniels did not, you know, end the curse of Bobby Lane for nothing. <laughs> but this is, a, this is gonna be, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really it's good gonna game. It's going to be a good one. I'm taking, it's 51 and a half. I'm taking the over. I'm taking, I no, see this, this one is going to be a shootout. Scoring. This is going to be a real big shootout. We're going to remember the, why we kept Stafford on the lines for, you know, 10 plus years. We're going to remember that arm and miss that arm. Compared to golf, I guarantee what, it. What I what I'm 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 taking the the Rams. You just, play. I mean, you just want to get a reaction out of He's me. He's a hater. He just wants to get He's a reaction out of me. The hate hater. I gotta take my Lions here. I have take to. Lions. I'm taking well, the over, and no, I. It, it's just the only Michigan team I support. That's is Michigan State. It, 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 no, that's pro. Is the Red Wings. I can give you. Yeah, that, well, that where where are your Patriots is that, in the playoffs? Is that, is that because as where are your Colts measurable, playoffs? But, but, okay, I am measurable of championships one. Is that because I they're the only back. team in, the, in Detroit that's been relevant for championships in the last thirty years? I mean, he is the Red Wing. The Pistons won one in the last thirty years, and Tigers have been to two World or three World Series in the last twenty years. But the yeah. Red Wings are the only one that have sealed the deal. <laughs> yeah, um, last game. I just don't have that much faith in the Lions. And I don't blame you. I, I like this new regime. I like what they're doing. I like 35 31 Lions. 38, 30, 35 Lions. 30, 35 28 Rams. So we're, we're all definitely betting the over. All of us think we're oh, the yeah. high scoring one. Uh, Eagles minus three against the Bucks. Um, this is my pick for an upset, even though I don't know if like, anyone considers it. Wait a Hold point. on. Austin said what? No, I'm not going to give the Eagles. <laughs> I was about to say, is he giving Baker some fucking credit finally? No, I will never give Baker credit for any victory they have. I'm going to say something wild. Bucks 28, Eagles 14. That, that All I'm going to say is the Eagles are 10-1 are and one in wins in their games when they have big dude security guy. On their sideline, even their and their winless <laughs> since he got kicked off the sideline. I don't know if like people are intimidated by his presence. Baker was ninth in overall passing yards this year, just to let you know. So that's top ten. And that if we go by touchdowns, he was top tens in most metrics. Top ten to twelve. Seventh overall in touchdowns. 
So ninth on passing yardage in the NFL out of all 32 teams, he was ninth in passing yards. And then seventh on touchdowns. To be fair. Was that plus a care? Herbert, Burrow, Rogers. All gone. Herbert played 3,100 yards and uh, 20 Herbert, touchdowns. Herbert has been on IR for the last four weeks. Okay, so let's extrapolate these down and then add the added stats. It's still not as much. What's your point? I'm just saying that, like, don't get me wrong. What Baker did this year is impressive, but him being, like, 100% inside the top 10, he did have a little bit of help. But even, like, if somehow if no one gets hurt, he still probably would have finished top 12, 13, which is still good. That's fine. I also never root for Baker. I pray for his downfall, quite literally. Oh, he was sixth on over 20-yard passes. Sixth in the NFL. For it to go over 20 yards and be completed, sixth. Just saying. Number one, though, is Brock Purdy. Number two is Jared Goff. See, what what I do like is I'm not saying this is an excuse because... Like that's your job. Like you're in the NFL, it's your job. Go do what you do. Baker does have a fucking cannon, and it also helps when you have a cannon, and then you have a wide receiver built like Mike Evans, a la Detroit, Matt Stafford, Cal. Not saying Evans is as good as Calvin. He's like his overall body of work and his career at this point is going to end up trumping Calvin's because he's going to he played longer, he's going to have more cumulative stats, and he has that Super Bowl win. But better talent, Calvin is mm-hmm. definitely like if Calvin's Jordan, Mike Evans is Kobe in that thing. You know what I mean? Like, if we're comparing them, obviously they're not, like, the greatest of all time, just similarities. He was 10th in completions. Uh, anyways, I'm going to give Baker some love. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Eagles minus three. I think, dude, I think. I made Bucks. all that argument to go Eagles minus three. I um, think the Bucks smack them. I, not, I would not be surprised if the Bucks actually do win. I just think from, something in my head is saying, Yes, the Eagles have had a very hard down trot. They have, I mean, their last several games have, have been atrocious. Um, the Eagles are going to be, like, their championship window is closing fast. Yeah, they got Hurts, Smith, and A.J. Brown, but their defense is old. Their offensive line is old. But yeah. I mean, they're outside of Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean, like, their defense is mm-hmm. old. See, and this. This is how I want to read out their November. November, they beat the Cowboys by five. They beat the Chiefs by four. They beat the Bills by three. So, like, this is mid-football season. This is tough. And then they get smacked by the 49ers. They lose to the Cowboys. They get beat by the Seahawks. They beat the Giants. They lose to the Cardinals. They lose to the Giants. So, like, it was a very awful tumble. The, be- the beginning from being so the good. beginning of their tumble it was a combination of that's when their O line started getting hurt mm-hmm. and it was also the hardest part of their schedule. But I think, but there, there's definitely some locker inside the locker room drop going on on that team. There's otherwise they don't lose to Arizona and the Giants. Yeah, and, yeah. There's there is something going on in there, and whether it's whether it's the coaching staff, whether it's Hurts, whether it's AJ Brown, who fucking knows, but. I don't like it. <laughs> if I'm an Eagles fan, I, I'm not liking this. Limping into the playoffs. Limping into the playoffs is never a good sign for any team. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's not exactly what you want to see, uh, especially when you're about to face 
Uh, the Bucks oh, will have a little hot. bit more. Yeah, who's who's getting hot? But then again, Baker Mayfield and Trish Wars did not practice on Thursday for the Bucks, so keep an eye on both those. Baker will play. Huge. He was he was visibly oh, he's gonna up play. after the Carolina game, but he yeah he's his, gonna play. He's just resting. That's so. Well, I'm, I'm still gonna take. I'm still gonna take the Eagles. I'm gonna have to disagree on this one, but it, it's not one that I want to disagree on because I again this is I kept saying all year this is Baker's year. I did miss the Baker with 3,000 yards, but I did hit the 4,000 or sorry, 4,000 yards. I hit that, but I didn't hit the 30 touchdowns like Austin and I had said. So you only came damn close. Or was, was it 20 or 10? Was it 28? 20, 20. Uh, well, for the bet between you guys for the touchdowns, only ten dollars is twenty bucks. I believe. I, I said Baker four thousand yards, thirty touchdowns, ten interceptions, and I missed out on the touchdowns too. I, I too. Yeah, but it, it was very close. It was a very like he's going to get re-signed. Dude, awesome. Do you think he gets re-signed for his play again? Top ten across the board on the big important stats. I know you're not a Baker fan, but if we do player A, player B. Unfortunately, I think he gets resigned, even though I don't think he really deserves it. Just, the, just the stuff. How, I don't think long term he's the answer. Okay. I, 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 I agree with that. I, I, I think he's, that. he get. That's why I think he gets a similar contract to Geno Smith, like three years. So it's not a super long term deal. They ride out the rest of you know Mike Evans, Godwin, and their defense, and then that's when they commit to the rebuild. Unless Baker's like lighting he's, the fucking league up. He's their. The he's, he's their, their brown cap. Yeah, he, the, he's they're, they're going to draft a quarterback. Probably next year, let that quarterback they draft sit out a year and then let Baker ride off. I think Baker probably gets anywhere between three years, get, gets like about his three years, what I think he should get. And anywhere between 70 and 80 million is probably what he's going to get, <laughs> if not more. But I think, I think he, he deserves I think get around 25 years. million a year with incentives upward to probably 32, 33 a year. I mean, let's. He deserves like 20. I agree. I mean, how much of it is him and how much of it is Mike Evans? So I'm not, let's be real. Like, I, I love Baker too. I like, I, I will advocate for Baker, but at the same time, how much of it is Mike Evans? I do have one <laughs> question before we get out of here tonight. The Bears last year traded the number one overall pick to Carolina and got a buttload of picks and everything. Caleb Williams is coming up in this draft. So do they move on from fields and draft Caleb Williams, or do they do what they did last year and say, hey, someone want Caleb Williams. Hey, Patriots. Hey, Arizona. Hey, um, Giants. Get out of Danny Dimes' deal. Tight Titans. Will Levis ain't the answer. Hey, Falcons. Whoever. I think grab a first round to, uh... and more first rounds of the future and trade out of this and try to grab a Marvin Harrison Jr. a couple picks later or an offensive lineman. I- I don't think so. I think if you're the Bears, your defense that you put together on paper that was really good on paper to begin the season, they didn't play elite the first half of the season. But the second half of the season, they did. They finally meshed and figured each other out. They got a, they got a solid young defense. Next year, that defense is going to be top five. And I hate saying that, but they're going to. On paper. I hate saying I, that because Austin's a fucking Chicago Bears fan outside of the Patriots. But Fields yeah. and Moore have a connection. They, do. they don't. Komet's good, but they don't have like a bona fide star anywhere else on the skill position. Their offensive line, they finally got a stud. Trade that pick back. You already they had the ninth pick too. And so what they miss out on on Marvin Harrison Jr. You still have a shot at neighbors. You still have a shot at Oduza. You still have a shot Bulls at uh 
you still have a shot at the other Washington wide receiver. You still have a shot at Xavier Worthy from Texas. Like you still have a shot at Keon Coleman from Florida State. That you can Ryan add. Powers if you want to have some help with Cole Komet, one of the best tight end prospects in a minute. Like like in like even though Komet's good, like look at the way like some of the best teams in the league go. Like yeah, we have Sam Laporta in Detroit, but we have three. We run three tight end sets all the time. Like yeah. if, the Eagles, if they run multiple tight ends. Like if I'm the Bears. I'm seeing because the trade. Realistically, right, Washington, unless the Bears get Washington to pull a fucking Bears from what, four years ago, 2018, when they traded up for Mitch Trubisky, right? I think it's 2018. <laughs> yeah. I believe it was 2018 where they traded up from two to one or three to one. It, it was two or three they traded up from. Um, yeah, the it was on three to two, wasn't it? No, it was to one, I thought. But anyways, they traded up. They traded a shit ton. The Bears gave up a lot to trade up one pick, right, to draft Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Now, the the, the tie-ins, who are at seven, I think they like Will Levis enough. But that's also going to heavily depend on what their next head coach wants. The Giants, I, I think, hold on. The Giants, I think, are too invested in Daniel Jones at this moment to draft a new quarterback. No one's going to take give, that contract. To give up the capital to, to trade that high. The Chargers, same thing. Sure. The Cardinals. Okay, whatever. You don't got to whisper. It's like a fucking creeper. The Cardinals The Cardinals are the same way. They're too invested in Kyler Murray. The Patriots are an, the Patriots are an intriguing option right here. But again, it's going to heavily yeah. depend on. The, for the Patriots at three and the Cardinals and the Manners at two, it's going to depend on what their next coach wants. However, Mike Rabel's going to be the coach, calling it. Gerard Mayo, I hope, is actually the coach. He's, he's, uh, we can, hold on. Let's talk about that after. Yeah. After this, we'll talk you, about this after. But realistically, I'd like to see the Bears trade down to, like, say, the Falcons at eight. I think that is their best bet to get the most. And they have back to back picks at eight and nine. At nine and yeah, eighty yeah, eight and nine. Grab yourself and, and, and then a another offensive lineman. And then I, I think that's yeah. their best bet because I think for Washington or the Patriots at, at two and three, well specifically Washington, I that's <laughs> fuck I don't dude, know what if, where I'd, fuck what what if they trade the first pick and say they I don't know go get another receiver like DJ Moore too. Like not because they got DJ Moore in that package. They could. So I'm not saying they're going to get someone necessarily at the same, like, yeah, but like, but like you said, like, well, Arizona's an intriguing spot. Go get fucking Hollywood Brown. He's on the market. Ooh. No, I like the Falcons. Go get Drake London. Drake London. He's, still, grab Drake he's, still, London. he's still on a rookie deal. Yeah, exactly. They're, so like, Arthur Smith just got gone. The, they're, they're, the, only, the only team that they should, like, the only person that that team should be considering with a whole, like, management rehaul is Bijan. Start over. And Atlanta. Sorry, Stuart. Bijan stays. Everyone else needs to go. And Oh, they need to move on from Kyle Pitts. If they can somehow convince yeah. Chicago to take the eighth pick, Kyle Pitts, and a second in the future for the number one overall, Atlanta needs to be jumping excited to move yeah, the fuck like Caleb Williams, and then like Chicago can move Pitts to a fucking wideout. They don't yeah. even have to put him in. Yeah. Or run him in weird schemes to where yeah, he because, utilizes like, that speed. 
Because whoever ends up with the number one pick, even if it is Chicago, I, I don't think Caleb Williams is the right pick at number one. I don't think he's the first, you know, the best quarterback in the draft. Uh, to me, do you Drake May? Uh, I would I would take Drake May in a heartbeat. Um, I'd love the Patriots to take Drake May. I hope they're they're projected. The last mock draft I saw, they were projected to take uh, Jaden Daniels from LSU. That's who I would like to see with a new uh, offensive or, coordinator and a new or a coach. I would hate it. What you can do with Jaden Daniels? Go watch his highlights. Okay, okay. I, I go watch. Read that. Jaden like, Daniels. He's like gotten better every year. I think Jaden Daniels is a better prospect, but the way that they play the game. New England does not have the offensive tools to make Jaden look good in my And that but whereas it'd be way more elusive and extend plays, and that's what a new fresh head coach is gonna need. Because remember, it's not Belichick. Yeah. Rest in peace, Belichick. He retired, not dead. Well, he didn't uh, retire. He just him and the Patriots stepped away. Yeah. So, so it th- that's why I say it depends on their new head coach, right? Because if new head coach can adapt the playbook the way Harbaugh has for Lamar Jackson. Then Jaden Daniels will be phenomenal. Yeah, but you have to adapt for that kind of play, which is why I think like I like what you said with like freight with uh Audrey, with Mayo with Drod Mayo, he's gonna come up. I think as like Frable and Mayo, I think are gonna be the coach and assistant coach. That's my opinion. And it, it's they play Smash Mouth football. They have an understanding of the, of the game, and I think. And that's the way the Ravens are built. They play smash mouth football on defense and with the run game, but get an elusive quarterback in there like Daniels. But I mean, Vrabel never really had an elusive quarterback, right? So maybe he wanted to try one. But yes. with, with why not going back to Jerron Mayo, I think he it's almost intriguing that he's the favorite to coach the Patriots. Well, his contract because, kind of like grandfathers him into the coaching position. It's weird. Well, Have you ever read it? Well, not just that, but Robert Kraft talked him out of his talked him out of putting his putting his name in for the Panthers job, right? Because he had his name in in the ring, then he pulled it out. I know that. He had it because he had a talk with Robert Kraft. So it's interesting if he actually becomes the head coach because I think he might like an elusive quarterback, him and Vrabel, because Vrabel's never had that, but he's had that kind of offense that would have under it. Bro, what if he had 3,800 passing yards, 40 touchdowns, four interceptions. That's a 10-to-1. In the SEC, here's not another elusive, here's another elusive quarterback that's not like there's, he's, if he enters the draft right now he's projected late first or early second but he's projected like the fourth or fifth QB but he's another elusive QB JJ McCarthy you know? yeah I'd rather Jaden Daniels I I would rather JJ Daniels too and I, I like McCarthy I pers- I do too but I think McCarthy needs to stay in college one more year I think he needs we, yeah. he needs to prove that he can that he can be the offense and not just rely on quorum in the offensive line. Although this is a very good quarterback room for like six good QBs, Williams, Drake, May, McCarthy, Daniels, Penix, and Knicks. Like it's actually a very solid. I think Caleb Williams is very talented. Spencer Rattler still too. Don't forget about him. But um, he he messed up his chances by saying college. I I think Caleb Williams has one of the top two individual like in physical talents in this draft class. But his he's got to check his ego at the door. He's not going to make it. Yeah, he he will not make it. It'll be done before it begins. Yeah, he was saying he wants part of ownership. Yeah, no one to get drafted. If, if, no like, one. If his, if his you're talking agent billionaires, if, they'd if rather if his let agent you. makes him stand on that. He's not even gonna get drafted. Yeah, he'll find out how yeah. quickly how billionaires play. Like, not a chance. Patrick True. Mahomes in his most recent deal didn't even get part of the ownership. He had to go buy the Kansas City Royals. 
because he knew he wasn't going to get an NFL team. Well, like it's you're not really written in that in your contract. Like players, if you're playing, you can't be an owner. That's why yeah. Brady couldn't be an owner till he retired. Yep. And it's it's not even because they don't want to give somebody that. They literally can't. <laughs> True. So, All right. Travis, not to you with the coaching that you wanted to talk about. They tried to I like it. I, I'm cool with Vrabel or Gerard Mayo taking over for the Patriots. I think there's definitely some talent there on the Patriots because obviously, like, their defense is not their own. They have a young, talented defense. They just have, they just unfortunately lost their two best young talents on defense early in the season. I think they come back, they have the defense. I mean, obviously, you use some second, third round picks to add to that depth. But if you can get somebody who's more current with the offensive mindset, which I think that was Belichick, Carroll's, Saban, that's hence why they're leaving. I mean, part of it's because they're in their 70s, but their offense, they, they still have the defensive mindset. Like, defense wins in general. Like, as long as you know how to play defense, you can be in games. But at the same time, the offense has changed the way football is played now. And you need a fresh mind in there. And I think I think the Titans were dumb to fire Vrabel. Honestly, I think he's the one coach that got fired and got let go this week that honestly shouldn't have. And I think the Titans are going to find out real quick that they're going to regret that, to be honest. Yeah. And Rabel shouldn't have gone. Nope. He's a great coach. Very good coach. And just like Pete Carroll, I don't think he should have gone. And now he's going to be like an, an advisor. Well, he I just think, was done with head coach. Like, yeah. He just kind of stepped down. He's just chilling. He didn't get fired. But. He kept saying that he was going to coach next year. I, that's true. I, I want a new conversation because he did say that he like he did vote he did verbally say he wanted to keep coach. He kept saying I so. I don't know if he kind of got coach. forced out or if he's or I don't know. But I think he got they got forced out. He might have partially. Uh, but yeah, I mean technically we'll fired. Never know. We'll never fired. know. Yep, we'll never know. But if. Now, like, Mike Carroll was the most successful in franchise history, going 137 to 89 to one. Yeah, and they fired him. That's crazy to me. I think they see a changing of the guard because outside of like JSN and Kenneth Walker, and then Devin Witherspoon, the rest of their defenses, or like the rest of their teams, getting older and beat up. Yeah, I mean, in DK too, but DK is a guy that I can see. Like, he's never truly pushed himself into the elite tier, so he's a guy that, Deke, like, when it comes time, when he's 26, 27, I can see Seattle saying bye-bye. Yeah, Deke, and DK, though, too, unfortunately, is because of how the thing, not really unfortunately, but he is almost could have been the next Calvin Johnson because I, of his size and speed. I was going to say, like, I think people look at DK a little bit wrongly and expect too much of him because, like, I don't care what your physical attributes are. To you're expect not, somebody to Trump. come out and put the expectations to be Calvin Johnson or to be Randy Moss is absolutely absurd. Yeah, you're talking Hall of Fame. I don't, I don't care who you are. Like that's because that's a, now we're not talking about Hall of Fame. We're talking about Mount Rushmore wide receivers, not just Hall of Famers. That's true. Both of them are on like and the top four of all. Like, but I mean, has DK been a very good receiver since he's entered the league? Yes. Yes. But people look at that and say, "Oh, he's." Still not Calvin. Like, right. You can't, you can't knock him for that. Especially since I will say that Gino is nowhere near the caliber of quarterback standards. No. So, and, and plus, Calvin, not not to knock Calvin or anything, but he didn't have a title lock yet to compete with. Right. And the th- and the reason I give Calvin so much flowers, I think the reason 
Calvin got into the Hall of Fame on his first ballot with subpar career totals compared to some other wide receivers that are in yet is because I think everyone, it was like the first time in sports history that I think everyone took all the context and consideration and it blew my mind. I was like, wow, they actually did it right. Because he was like the only weapon on that team for his entire career. Mm -hmm. And he was double and triple teamed constantly and just nobody could do a damn thing about it. Yeah. And so like, and I think, and I think even the biggest Lions haters know that if Calvin played 15 years, he's top three in every single fucking wide receiver stat there is. And I don't think anyone would argue that. Yeah, I wish he played his Hills career. But, I don't know. We got off track a little bit. but That's fine. Um, but and but to talk about coaching again real quick, if the Raiders don't have Pierce be their head coach, that, it's a massive, the way he finished that mad, you know, season. Like, mass, massive disservice. I don't know if he's a... I don't know if he did enough to be the head coach because they're all, I mean, it's not his fault because the offense was kind of fucky this season. Like, that's not his fault. But he does know how, like, at the very least, that man. He made Aiden O'Connell good. I think Aiden O'Connell's actually better than. I think he was already good. Yes. Right. I was actually high on Aiden O'Connell. I think, but I do think that Pierce is a damn good defensive coordinator. I think he's going to get a, I think he's going to get a head coaching stint. And then it's not going to work out after four or five years. And then he's going to go on and be a damn good defensive coordinator, a la Jim Swartz, a la um, fucking, who's the guy in, uh, fuck. Demo- I'm not going to say D'Amico Ryans because he actually, year one is actually, holy shit. He, he put that narrative together. But, um, but like, like Jim Schwartz. And I think Antonio Pierce can be a damn good defensive coordinator because he had that defense playing lights out. Like yeah. when he took over, that defense went from like 23rd in the league to like 7th. Yeah, those aren't like accurate I, stats, but like roundabout. And- I, I think, <laughs> based on just what the players have said since and how the team has played since, he deserves that shot chance and has so. earned has earned that. So, the only way I see Pierce not getting that job is if Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan. He said, like the hint that Harbaugh said, he said he likes the sun and his favorite color is black. <laughs> That's the only thing. If 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 Harbaugh shows interest in the Raiders, I think that will be their first choice. But if Harbaugh stays at Michigan, then Pierce will get the job. Maybe but, he goes to the Commanders. Is only like an hour from his brother. Maybe now, real quick, I do want to bring it back to the playoffs because I wanted to read the comments since we were live. Um, we had someone say the Steelers might be okay because they have depth at the outside linebacker. We know exactly who's leaving that comment. The Steelers, there's no. You know what? Austin might be right. We do see a lot of wonky shit in the playoffs, and it would be this game. Like, they clearly should not be in it because they, they're not even starting Kenny Pickett. They're starting Mitchell Trubisky. But we have seen wilder things happen. Um, but then the next comment was Steelers' first-round exit. I agree with that. F Dallas, F the Rams. I agree. <laughs> no, you don't F Stafford. Um, I think Stafford has a chance to beat the Lions, so I just wanted to give – those quick things. What are you guys' thoughts on, on, you know, Steelers' depth? Hold on. Hold on. Um, before we end it, I want to talk about this anytime, this uh, parlay I've been cooking that I saw someone oh, cooking. And, and I kind of like, it's kind of wild, kind of funny. Uh, but it's a hit. It's, it's a lot of money. Najee Harris, anytime touchdown. 
Najee Harris, 59.5 rushing over. Under 36, Bills Steelers. Under 44, Eagles Bucks. Over 15 and a half attempts for Isaiah Pacheco. Say 15 and a half or 50 and a half attempts. 15. Oh, I was going to say 50. I was like, who the fuck has 15 touches besides a quarterback? Rushing attempts or like overall touches? Like, no, attempts. Just an average of more than 15 rushing attempts. 15 and a half. Not just touches. Russian attempts. He's averaging like, like I believe nineteen. Yeah, this Kansas City's committed to Pacheco. Well, yeah, I told you that when I traded him to you for Laporta. So thank you for the best young tight end in the NFL. Thank you for if the you got it. money back in my roster in my dynasty league. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no problem. You still did not win the championship. It's okay. I, I have Hey, Austin take it's okay. I, it's okay. I have Laporta and Trey McBride. Okay. Yeah. So Austin, how does it feel? You can finally say you have a ring. You won a fantasy championship in our dynasty league. The third person ever to win. It was Brennan, the me, then you. Um, it only makes it sweeter that it was against Travis with how confident he was this year. There he goes. He got a, he's sitting there screaming the F. It, it, was, it only made it good. Uh, if it was against anyone else but Travis, it would have been okay. But since it was against it's, Travis, it was amazing. It was even better. Now, uh, because I have only only because, only because of how LeBron. good it was on LeBron. That's why I changed my name to Aaron Rodgers. Because I'm like one in four in meaningful games. In the- yeah, dude. Um, but real quick, Austin, you were talking about your bet and you were saying something about uh, Najee Harris rushing yards. How How many was the over-under for that rushing line? 59 and a half. Under. Against the Bills. Are you taking the over on that? Are you taking the under? I'm taking the under. Just look at it. I haven't decided yet. You ready? On, okay, on paper, and the way the Bills' defense has been playing, I want to say under, but Najee's actually been playing pretty decent for the last four or five weeks. Yes, and that's is the last three weeks specifically. Against the Bengals, 78 yards. Against the Seahawks, 122. Against the Ravens, 112. Mind you. The Ravens didn't have to play Lamar. They didn't even have to play anyone. So they're just like, here you go. Here you go. If, here you if go. the game, if if the Steelers' defense rustles the Bills' feathers on offense and this game's close, then Najee will have. If, they, if the game stays close enough where they can keep running the ball, then Najee will. I think Najee Did you know in the last, okay, besides the last three weeks, there was only one other time that Najee Harris even touched 19 carries. Otherwise, it was against the Bengals, Seahawks, and Ravens the last three weeks. The He only outdid 78 yards one time before December 23rd, and that was against the Bengals. Um, other than that, he was under 78 yards, and then specifically 50 yards. Let's count how many games. He didn't even hit 50. One, two, three, four. Ooh, he barely squeaked in on that one. 53 Five, six, seven. Seven games this year where he didn't even hit 50. Well, you you got to think, too, that a lot of it was like, I. this is going to sound weird, but if there's ever been a time where I feel like, without saying it, that a team in major sports fed into the audience and social media perception of what a mm-hmm. team needs to do, I think the Steelers did it this year early on in the season. Everyone was saying before the season, like, Jalen Warren's the truth. Jalen Warren's the truth. I mean, he's a good I player. Know, he's, yeah, but I never but I, th- but I that. But I think that, in, like, mistakenly, the Steelers actually fed into that a little bit. 
and that affected some of Najee's stats earlier in the season. Not saying that he would have just been like rattling off 100-yard games left and right, but I think he could have had a better season. He only and, hit 100 yeah. yards twice, and that was week 17 I, and 18. I he literally hit 99. Otherwise, he ne- he never think, once hit 100 he, besides the last two games. That's it. There, there's just an identity crisis in Pittsburgh leading into the season. And I, th- and I don't think they really truly started to like bury the hatchet with that until the last couple of weeks. I mean, and, it has to do with Matt Canada, I mm-hmm. think, too, as well. Because I, because the, the the offense under Matt Canada, uh, for, until he got fired, was, was pretty stagnant. It was pretty ugly. It was pretty boring. And you could just tell also what was happening. Right? So I, right. I, that had to do had to do a lot with it because Najee, the running backs in general, were getting the carries at that moment. So yeah, no, I can I can agree with that. Now, until he gets, I think he's probably going to get like seventy five ish yards. So I might take the over, just barely though. Hey, I I don't blame you. Hey, don't worry, Derrick Henry might go to the Steelers next year. No, I want I want to I want Derrick Henry to go to the Ravens. So I mean, he should go to the Ravens if he wants to compete. But definitely, we could see him playing for the Steelers. Don't tell me that would wouldn't surprise you. I mean, I could see it, especially since he could probably get brought in for a friendlier deal than Najee's going to be looking for. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, just to let you guys know, JJ Watt had another 19 sack season. TJ Watt. TJ Watt, yeah. Yeah, I said JJ, didn't I? Ron, Ron May. Yeah. Man, I miss JJ Watt when he was dominant those three, four years in Houston. Especially in Madden. God dang. It was so nice. Man, it was scary. But another 19 sack season. So the kid's on fire. All righty. Any last things we want to touch up before our next episode goes live? Go blue, baby. Go blue, baby. Go ahead, hit the like, subscribe, share, comment. Um, not even a Georgia fan. If you're watching live on the, the YouTube, you. go ahead and hit the subscribe and like. Share us on the Facebook. Hop in the Discord, the Sporting Lounge. Hop over to the YouTube, the Sporting Lounge podcast. Hop over to the Facebook, the Sporting Lounge. We want to hear from you guys. We want to talk to you guys. Interact. Have a good one. Austin, we have the same look. Yeah.